And good day. We have some new laws out here, 2024, actually. And uh, some of them evolve what I used to do for a living. So now I'm real estate, right? You know that. But uh, prior to, I was on motors. Uh, I did a lot of traffic enforcement. So now Los Angeles, 125 cameras have been slotted. If, I guess Newsom still has to approve the bill, but it potentially could create where uh, we get a lot of speed cameras put in the state of California. Now, I've seen these as we've gone into Arizona. I believe we've seen the freeway speed cameras. I've seen them in other states as well. California really hasn't been a big advocate of it. I don't know if I've ever even seen one in the city. I know we had red light cameras. Now it's speed cameras. So these are going to be set up, and the revenue that's going to be generated is going to go to pay for streets and make so the streets within a year i would guess are going to be completely redone pristine and in fact they'll probably be even wider than they are and they'll be in much better shape than they've ever have been and there probably will not be one pothole in fact the city of los angeles will probably start an extra department because now they're going to have all this extra revenue and if they're going to really deem all of it to go to streets street repair and maintenance oh my gosh folks there's so many people that drive over the speed limit, and now all of a sudden they're going to be held accountable in 125 other locations besides where the motor cops presently sit. Word of advice, and this is what we used to tell people, I can say without a doubt that I haven't ever written a ticket to somebody that admitted to the violation. Who would have thought? And that was back in the day when I was writing tickets at a very high rate because that was the job. A motor cop's job is traffic enforcement, so we write traffic tickets. And usually we try to restrict those traffic tickets to the five major movers, some of which are going to be DUI. So that's really not a ticket. It's more of an arrest. But they can get ticketed out later, get a release from custody or a promise to appear later after they sober up. But So Deuce is one major collision factor as far as uh, vehicle code violations. But the biggest one is speeding and, of course, red lights. So we had the red light advent and the cameras. That went over pretty harshly. I don't even know if there's any more of those in the city. But now, uh, if Newsom signs this in, it's going to be speeding cameras. It's going to be interesting to watch. This is uh, violations for 11 miles and over. That's where, they're sit, where they sit. I remember with LAPD, we gave a grace of 15. So if this means anything to you, I hope it does. I hope it helps. Uh, just watch yourselves. How to avoid these tickets? Well, I'll tell you. The admittance thing was big for me. If I stop something, they say, oh my gosh, officer, gotcha. Uh, you got me dead banged to rights. After they said that, it was, I just had nothing. <laughs> I, I said, okay, well. You know what you did wrong? I don't have to show you what you did wrong. I really appreciate you admitting to it. Have a fantastic day. And I would let him go. So much volume of people to say, oh, where did you get me? I wasn't driving that fast. There's no way. So much so, and you'll ask most of the new motor cops this, after a few weeks, you start to really doubt that you're doing this correctly. It's a very odd thing. And then you look at it and realize that you've been doing it correctly. People just aren't as honest as you would think. And there's that. So I hope this helps. Uh, that's one of the laws that's being put together. There are quite a few. We also have bicyclists and traffic, AB 1909. That's going to extend, that bill is going to extend authorization to cross the intersection to a bicycle, unless otherwise directed by a tra bicycle control signal. Haven't we had that? I don't know. 
Here's one which is interesting. Borderline Personality Disorder Classification AB 1412. This bill removes borderline personality disorder as an exclusion for pretrial diversion. People with bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, or post-traumatic stress disorder have already been able to avoid jail and instead receive mental health treatment if they were charged with a non-violent offense. I guess that's something that does exist, so there's that. Here's something that's really going to make headlines. Campsite Reservation AB 618. I'm sure this thing was, was pawned over and God knows what else has been attached to it to try to make all these extra payments. But under this law, those who cancel their reservation at least seven days before the start of their booking get a credit that can be used for another reservation within five years. Those who do not show up after the first full day will forfeit the remainder of the booking. The law also frees up spots at campsites by capping the number of days that people could stay at the same campsite per year at 30. It also limits the lengths of reservations during peak seasons to seven straight nights. The law applies to all state parks, including the 150 parks that do not use the Reserve California booking system. Well, if you've been waiting for that, here it comes. This is something I thought was interesting. Child sex trafficking, SB 14. Under this law, child sex trafficking will automatically qualify as a serious felony like crimes including rape and murder where's this been is this is this something that somebody missed somewhere i thought that was always the case but again now they have it so this apparently is going to help with the plea bargaining which i'm not sure how strong the plea bargaining really is in a, a child sex trafficking case do they really have a foot to stand on when it comes to playing that kind of case down don't know concealed carry here's something so this is santa clarita gun training program we have that i do have a friend of mine that teaches that course and he's fantastic shout out to jimmy concealed carry sb2 i know that he and me somewhere in the background we've been working on trying to promote this concealed carry trying to get that moving forward and again with the way that he teaches the class and the things that we put the students through with regard to firearms Whenever it happens, hopefully will be, or he will be one of the people used. But until that happens, they do have a concealed carry SB2 that was put together. So now they're strengthening, so it says, law strengthens the state's restrictions on who can carry a firearm in public. It restricts people under 21 from getting a concealed carry permit. Not sure if that happens. You have to be 21 when you graduate the police academy, yes. So I guess you would be, that still wouldn't apply. Not sure where that came from, but again, maybe they're talking about rifles, which I think is 18 instead of 21, but make sure you follow that up. And it's going to say, it also sets limits on where people can carry a concealed firearm, and they call these sensitive places. These are going to be schools, parks, playgrounds, and banks, just the right places that people probably carry guns to. I don't think so, but anyway, this is something that they put together conservator conservatorship expansion um oh so it's going to throw mental illness and also drug addiction and or drug addiction into people where they're asking uh, basically the new law expands the standards for deeming a person gravely disabled to include people who mental illness or drug addiction inhibits their ability to keep themselves safe so what is it, 5150 is the danger to yourself or others code? 
I believe we've been using this, but I guess this might expand on that law a little bit more. But I do know that as a result of being a danger to yourself or others, whether that's because of mental illness or drug addiction or withdrawal or whatever, that was always something that we could basically, we were able to help people get help even if they didn't want it. This is conservator expansion SB 43, so it's something new. Cruising ban. This is something I've been waiting for a long time. This bill lifts the restrictions on lowrider cruising statewide. All those pesky lowriders out there, more than the eyes can see, I'll tell you, just so many. And it also rescinds the ability of cities and towns to impose their own cruising. Of course, yeah, I understand. Paul Walker, all that fancy stuff, those sports cars. It really isn't the lowrider thing anymore. But they're using the term lowrider, so I guess those super fast Subarus don't count. Who knows? We had uh, the street racers is what we had a lot of in the San Fernando Valley. And there was a whole thing with that where we would set up and try to stop them before they would start racing, which is difficult, especially when they're tracking each other. Everything's on some massive tech stream and you don't have access to it as law enforcement. But you have this cruising ban now. So the previous law had been in place since 1988 when lawmakers introduced a sign bill that allowed local governments to pass anti-cruising ordinances. It also allowed them to stop cars who have tires below a certain size and stop vehicles that have been lowered under a certain height. Apparently, you have too small of tire. The big ones don't matter. But there's other vehicle codes that go along with that. So if you have this truck, it's got this massive lift on it, these super big, bulky tires. Well, if you're extended past that fender well, that could be a problem. If you don't have mud flaps in place, that could be a problem. There's a lot of other sections. This is really more for people that are in race type cars or those low riders as they talked about. So now we have an ebony alert, SB2. This is great. Uh, the bill enables the California Highway Patrol to activate the new Ebony Alert. Ebony, upon request from local law enforcement, when a black youth or young black woman is reported missing under unexplained or suspicious circumstances, is considered at risk, developmentally disabled, or cognitively impaired, or has been abducted, it applies to missing black youth and women between 12 and 25. It's similar to the Amber Alert System, the CHP may use highway signs that encourage news outlets to disseminate information from the Ebony Alert. As the law says, Ebony Alert, Amber Alert. So now we have two. So be on the lookout for Amber Alerts and now the all-new Ebony Alert. And I think more to follow later. I don't know. I'll have to see if they put that together. Equal Pay Anti-Retaliation Act. Oh, they, you know what they had? They had something on here. Fentanyl sentences... Uh, dealing with more than a kilogram of fentanyl. It's 2.2 pounds, folks. AB 701, people convicted of dealing or attempting to deal more than a kilogram of fentanyl will face additional prison time under this law, which increases punishment for people who deal the deadly drug. So people convicted of dealing or attempting to deal more than a kilogram of fentanyl will face additional prison time. I'm curious what that current is and how much they need to be selling to get qualified as a fentanyl uh, seller, illegally, of course. Food handler cards, uh, gender-neutral toys. Oh, that's fun. AB 1084. Law requires some retail stores in California to offer a gender-neutral section for children, regardless of whether they have been traditionally marketed for either girls or boys. Well, there's that. So now there's going to be a new section in 
there is no Toys R Us, I don't think, but in the toy section of, let's say, the Target store or the Walmart store near you, is there anything left that sells toys? I don't know. So there you have that. So now we have a gender neutral section for children, and that's AB 1084. Hate symbols, penalties increase. Ah, well, that's good. So law expands the definition of hate symbols to include the additional symbols and location. This includes any symbols or marks with the intent to terrorize another person, such as Nazi symbols and nooses. So the swastika, I guess, or whatever those, the eagles and the... The bill also emphasizes the need to address hate crimes with symbols against certain minority groups. Okay, there's that, AB2282. Human trafficking notices at pediatric care facilities. Probably been lacking those, I'll tell you that. Um, law requires facilities that provide pediatric care, meaning any facility that offers pediatric services to provide a mandatory notice concerning slavery and human trafficking. This notice should include information about specific nonprofit organizations that individuals can contact for services or support in combating slavery and human trafficking. Failure to comply with this requirement will result in a civil penalty of $500 for the first offense and 1000 for each subsequent offense. So there's one for you. So you go to, if this gets approved, AB 1740. This probably needs to happen, but just watch out for this. People going in there and suing people because they don't have these notices up. So if you're running some kind of a, any facility that offers pediatric services, if it gets approved, folks, you heard it from me, you better get those notices up because there will be people coming after you just for the sheer fun of coming after you. That's a problem. Minimum wage increase, uh, $16 per hour for all employees. January 1st, some cities and counties in California have a local minimum wage that's higher than the state rate. The change in the minimum wage also affects the minimum salary an employee must earn to meet one part of the overtime exemption test. As of January 1st, 2024, employees in California must earn an annual salary or no less than 66,560. 66,560 to meet this threshold requirement. In 2023, the minimum wage was 1550 for all employees regardless of employer size. As of January 1st, employees must earn an annual salary of no less than so that's a 60, I'm confused. Is that a $66,000 for all employers must earn? I don't know if that's a typo, folks. 66000 so how do you do that? Let's, let's work these numbers out real quick. All right, let's do this. I'm going to do this live on the air. Let's do this. All right, so we got, we got a calculator. All right, let's do this. So we're at $16 an hour. We're going to do that times 40 hours per week. That's times 52 weeks out of the year. That's 33,280. That's one year. And then let me double that. 66,560. I don't know if they made a mistake on the math or not, but I'm getting 33 grand, which is $16 an hour, 40 hours a week, 52 weeks a year. And here it says no less than 66560 to meet this. So they they need to earn an annual salary. They need to earn an annual, an annual salary of no less than 665 to meet the threshold requirement. I don't know, folks. This is uh, Fox 11, FoxLA.com. Don't know. Got me. New California laws effective January 2024. More. We're going to leave that one alone. More optoid, opioid, excuse me, <laughs> opioid treatment. 
Laws allows for more pharmacies to dispense medication used to treat opiate addiction. There you go. Um, non-compete employers are prohibited from entering into non-competes within California. Employees got that. SB 700 uh, got that. Paid sick leave. There you go. There's for those folks that get sick. God forbid. Uh, employees must be new laws modification apply virtually to everybody. And, oh, let's do this cannabis real quick because this is something that was brought up earlier. Off-duty cannabis use and drug test results, SB 700. I'll finish with this, with this one. So when I was, when we were out there working DUI watch, there were people that just chose marijuana as their choice. And sometimes they blazed up a little too much. In fact, so to a point where they couldn't even walk. Now they're driving. So we would stop these individuals. You know, they would either tell us or we would figure out through a drug recognition expert instructor. So I would sit there and I would do all the fancy stuff. The, the spigmomanometer, I would take their blood pressure, of course, using that device. I would, uh, you know, do their pulse at three separate times. We would have a, a dark room looking at the way their eyes react. Lots of different things. So after that intensive look at an individual, then it's determined whether it's alcohol or something else. In a lot of cases, it was uh, the marijuana. So they still were able to go to jail, be arrested for DUI, marijuana, because they were so impaired from the smoking of so much cannabis or whatever it was so strong, they couldn't operate the car at all. In fact, it was difficult having them stand. So that with all the trimmers that are created from high cannabis use, these were a lot of people. But now this changed. So SB 700 modifies existing law to make it unlawful for an employer to request information from an applicant relating to the applicant's prior use of cannabis or use prior criminal history of cannabis use. So here's the thing. The bill re uh, retains the same exemptions noted above, adds an exemption whether where other state or federal law permits criminal cannabis use history and exempts employment in the building and construction trades. The new law modifications apply virtually to all employees who are working in California for 30 or days more a year, 30 days or more a year. Employees must be eligible to earn at least five days or 40 hours sick leave uh, paid off. So anyway, that's, I'm sorry, that's where the bill retains. So I, I jumped into paid sick leave. I said it was going to end with the marijuana one. So here's the cannabis one. So here's the thing. So they can't go back to previous use. I'm not familiar with the procedure now with regard to people driving under the influence of cannabis. I've been out of the put people in jail game for a long time, since 2007. So I'm curious what they have out there. I'll have to ask some of my cop friends and see if I still have any left. I'll have to ask them, though, what, what they're doing with the cannabis because now it's legal and people are using it. Now, when it comes to employment, I guess if this works, if this goes through, then the asking of that is not going to be a detriment for the employee, depending on job. We'll have to see how that one plays out, but that's very interesting to know. I know that I've heard rumor people in some of the circles, people's kids, trying to get past these tests, and maybe now this is the, the way, but I don't know how good I feel about that, because if I'm going under the knife, and right before they're putting me out with anesthesia, the doctor says to me, you know what, if I have a shot of tequila, I know the surgery is going to look a lot better. That would make me nervous because I know even one shot of tequila in your mind, it makes you better. 
but it really doesn't. And when you have a lot of shots of tequila or whatever alcohol, it definitely causes you not to be as sharp. You don't see things as quickly. Your reaction time slows. All of these, all of these issues with it transfer over, over to cannabis and marijuana use. You do enough of that, you also have the inability to drive a motor vehicle safely. You take prescription pills, depending on amount and types, you could also inhibit yourself, unable to safely operate a motor vehicle. You don't hear about that. Everybody always talks about alcohol. It's always alcohol. Everybody's being arrested for alcohol. When it's alcohol, because everybody seems to say it's okay, there's a lot of that. Alcohol is very much endorsed by seems like a lot of people. When you're not drinking, that's when you have the issue. Or maybe you hit bottom, or maybe um, you've been thrown in the can, whatever it is. If you mention in a party that you don't drink, well, all eyes are on you. I don't know if that's going to be the same case that's going to take on with marijuana when it starts to become even more widely used. But I'm curious how this is going to be approached and if there are any changes now. So if you know anything about that, or if you've been arrested for uh, DUI marijuana, I'd love to hear how, that's, how, how that even works. If you're law enforcement, love to hear that as well. These are some of the updates kind of from my viewpoint as to what's going to be happening January 2024 if approved. I'm Connor with Honor. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for watching.